Number 23, Michael Jordan. I can feel it coming in the air too. Oh, there he is. <clears throat> yeah, how long? Welcome, everybody, to Catch All Podcast. I am Parker. I got the wifey for lifey. Hey, guys. Would you care to explain what you're doing? Just the just the situation you're in right now. Okay, so today's Mardi Gras. I'm kicking oh. back and enjoying some icing. And celebration. Just, I mean... I thought Mardi Gras was in March. Just like a spoonful of chocolate icing. Rich, rich and creamy. Y'all should see Adam, though. I got pictures. Adam the oh, Dark Knight Knight. They will Knight. win the puzzle. Hey, I've only had one spoonful, thank you. One's enough. Yeah, you're right. I got Harley the Engineer. Has me. What's up? And the Sheik Derek. Derek. Derek, I don't even know if you said anything. Did you mute your <laughs> mic? I said, what the? Oh, there you go. There okay. He is. Yeah, I just didn't hear it the first time. I didn't mm. know what in the world was going on. Maybe I just need to deep throw the microphone. Maybe. I'm real excited. I want to talk about the the mixer we have going on a little bit. Emily broke down and let me uh, splurge a little bit and get a new mixing. Emily, what'd you get in return? Some diamond earrings. So we bought our presents for each other for approximately the next next year. Year. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully the sound is. Uh, this is probably the biggest upgrade we've done. So hopefully it is uh, sounding nice and uh, toasty. I think we've troubleshot it enough and have it in a pretty good situation. I have all the remote audio routed in through the board. Finally, going into GarageBand. So I think I think this is the best setup we've had yet. If it's not, at least we feel the best we've felt in a while. That is true. I do feel pretty good. I've been real That's excited. All that Everybody that I've uh, how that, do you feel? How do you feel? Got that new confidence? Yeah, this is, it still smells like new when I get next to it. I just like come down here and smell it every once in a while. He does. Is it? It's not a. It's not a Mackie, is it? Bro, it's a Mackie. Is it a Mackie? It is. It's a Mackie okay. Pro Effects version three, sixteen channel. Nice. I couldn't see what the name was on the box when you sent it yesterday. I just saw Pro View. Yeah, it's like, a Mackie. Oh, it's is green. This, is this one yours? There's nothing better than the new boy. soundboard smell. Yep. All right, I'm popping in. I got me a Lion Creek Brewing Company First Crush IPA, and I'm about to crack into this bad boy. Right back. These. Derek over here. Go ahead. These, I don't know if it was just like the 
the uh, canning of these, but every single one that I've opened has been very, has spurted quite a lot on me. I don't know if they're just like filled to the brim whenever they open up or, or what? I don't, I don't know. Like a cheer one. A what? You ever open a can of cheer wine? It's like opening a can of cheer wine. A cheer wine? You, never, you don't know what cheer wine I is? I have no idea what cheer wine is. I, really? I don't know what cheer wine is. Oh, son. I'm just a cherry Next soda. time you go to the grocery store, it's like, a, it's like, it's better than cherry coke. It's like, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of got like the old school like soda fountain taste to it, but it's like cherry soda. Instead of like an orange Fanta. And opening like a, a can or Fanta. Like an orange Fanta. I said instead of orange Fanta, it's like a cherry Fanta. Oh, oh. Okay, That's okay. Emily with the uh, I was like, it's not like orange at all. <laughs> but every time you open a can or a bottle of that, like first off, it's like opening up a grenade. It just goes everywhere. Yeah, these these have been but... these have been pretty rough. Hey, Adam. When you move around, be very careful because that uh, headphone cord is literally maxed out. Okay. Yeah. So don't don't move. I am about to. Yeah. Don't don't move super fast. You'll rip all the drinks down. I am about to pop into a pint of Boddington's Pub Ale. Ooh. And it has a widget in it. A widget. A widget. iPhone has widgets now. So what that means. It's like a few syllables away from an insult. All right, you ready for this? It's going to sound really cool. Whoa, whoa. Oops. I what? Forgot, I forgot <laughs> to mute a channel. What? What? That was weird. Smooth. <laughs> Did you guys hear that also? I, I thought you were responding to him popping his top over there. I, I did too. I didn't hear I didn't hear anything, but I just like the thing just ruptured all in my lap. Nice. Oh, I saw it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sitting in a literal wet spot right now. <laughs> Stay. Stay. That's funny. But, anyways, really... if you can hear this, <clears throat> that's the widget. Basically, what it does is it creates uh, uh, nitrogen inside the inside the can when you open it. So it's like a, it's like um. Like how you get it out of a tap. Uh -huh. Most of the most beers that are on tap are CO two, but things like Guinness and, and mm -hmm. Boddington's apparently, all that stuff are uh, nitrogen. Uh -huh. So they use nitrogen instead of CO two. Is there a reasoning for that? Is it just kind of what they've become like done and become known for? Uh, I think it's just like it's smoother. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not as it's not as carbonated. I guess it's different. But I'm about to send you a picture of my wet lap here. This is a nice. disaster. I'm excited for the wet lap, honestly. Harley, what are you drinking over there? God. I am on that old land shark game. Mm. Nice. It's treating me nice. I am uh, one and a half deep. Nice. Good man. Do you like to do uh, limes or anything in it? Because that, that in my mind, that's kind of equivalent to a Corona, which I like limes with a Corona quite a bit. I I do, and I think I would I prefer land shark with lime to Corona with lime. Mm -hmm. um, although... How having experienced more Corona, I uh, can't say uh, that I like that very much, but oh, we'll yes. get to that later. Is it, is it Landshark the Jimmy Buffett beer? I think it I is. Think so. I think it's I think it's Jimmy Buffett's. Yeah. Can't say. I'll look into it. I mean, it tastes the same as Corona to me. So I'm just, yeah. Do you know it's that very Jimmy similar. Buffett's net worth is like right at a billion dollars? That, that yeah. is, no, I never. He, he is considered one of the richest country singers. Like. Wow. In history, is he country though? Yeah, I, it was just I, like, I, I, I never like, would have like folk rock I, or something like that. Yeah, I never would have thought like, like a song. 
Jimmy Buffett is like a, a country singer. Oh. Well, they call him like Beach Margaritaville, Rock. Cheeseburger in Paradise. That's the only two I know. Bum Rock or I don't know what thought, they call him, but he classifies himself. I, he's, as he's like, hmm. He's like he's like if Bob Dylan was from Naples, Florida. Yes, that is a really good. <laughs> that's comparison. what it, that's what it, that's what it would be like. So how's it? How's everybody doing tonight, Harley? You uh holding down the fort over there? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Wow, that was high pitched. So, you want to talk about what's been going on? All the all the corona that you've been fighting off. Yeah, I never tested positive for Corona, but I felt like shit and was super fatigued and woke up one morning and was nauseous because of drainage and all that jazz and had had a little bit of the runs and all that fun stuff. Uh Uh, So that morning I decided, hey, I should probably go get tested just to be safe and protect all my coworkers. Sure. So went and got tested. I was negative. Went about my business the next couple of days. I was just like, like I almost like fell off into the ditch because I was falling asleep at the wheel on my way to work. Mm. I was just like exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the littlest thing, like I just like it took a lot less to get me fatigued and winded than usual. Yeah. Um, so two or three days later, my old wife starts to feel bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, a day later, she's like real nauseous and feels crap. She's like going into work, and they sent her home to get tested. So she came back and had a positive test. Ooh. So then we were under quarantine. So then I went and got tested again, and had like a send off test done just to see if there was the first like the rapid test wasn't accurate or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was under quarantine from. Was it either Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, all the way. Yeah, so it was Wednesday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and my wife is still under quarantine. I think it was like this coming Thursday. She'll go and get tested again, and hopefully she's negative. But she has had it much worse than I have. Man. Uh, she's had like a lot worse on the fatigue side. Like get up, walk around, do a couple of house chores. And she like takes a two-hour nap, like, just completely gets exhausted from doing almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got a little bit of, like, the restricted breathing thing, which I'm kind of concerned about. A, uh, but she already had asthma to start with, so I'm not yeah. super worried. Um, but she's generally trending in the recovering pattern, so happy about that. Yeah, that's good. Did either one of you lose your taste or smell or anything? Sammy did lose her sense of smell, which I'm a little bit jealous of because she is now immune to our dog Rhaegar's farts. Nice, (laughs) nice. So I just have to sit there and suffer when he like drops a bomb in my face (laughs) while we're in bed. (laughs) And then she's like, what are you you talking about? I don't smell anything. I'm like, you lucky bastard. (laughs) Rhaegar has been known for his rank farts. They're so bad. They're really the worst I've ever seen. They're like out of this world. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how something that small can create something that maniacal. <laughs> Dog farts are the worst. Oh, yeah. Did, oh, I, yeah. did I explain on the last episode um, how I had to get tested for work? Did I, did I talk about that? <clears throat> um, the last episode was the... Maybe? I don't the, remember, though. I wasn't part of it. 
about how I was about how I was at work and one of my coworkers got her results as we were sitting there. Yes, you did. I did. Okay, because then I had to go get tested. And they said, "Okay, go get tested and come back to work." Like, why? Yeah, why? Because that it just—I mean, not to get into a whole work tangent or to go too out in the out in the weeds there, but uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of a lot of uh, craziness going on at, at work right now that just oh. no one really knows what we're doing or how to do it. We're just okay. flying by the seat of our pants. So it's nice you know we take we're taking it each day at a time but mm-hmm. it is long story short i'm negative so that's good which any other I'm time for... would be not a good thing <laughs> i am positive for a wet lap though thanks to this <laughs> i just saw that Delicious picture that's what i was looking here. at on my phone dude it's like <laughs> right on my garage it looks like you. it's legit like it looks like i just like pissed my pants Derek, how's it feel to wear your beer? Well, it's funny because now I actually have to wash these pants again after I just washed them yesterday because I usually wear the same pair of jeans for X amount of days and I just wash them just, you know, because it's time. Yeah. And uh, usually, I, usually I get about a week out of a pair of jeans before I wash them. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, it's... Unless I change my, I change my underwear though. Like I, 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 I got through a pair of underwear in about four days. Um. So. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think Parker said he changes sooner. his underwear maybe once every five days. He he flips them well, inside out. I mean. Yeah, you can do forwards, backwards, inside out, backwards again. That's right. Yeah, that way you can uh, get a get a fresh set and then rub off any of the nasties against your your uh, pants while you're wearing them. So. When you say change, do you mean like cycle all of your underwear or you're wearing the mm-hmm. same pair of underwear for four days? Oh, no. The same. same pair for four days, yeah, for sure. No, no, fam. That doesn't fly. I got a new pair every day. I mean, or, I'm or just every joking. I really, don't do, I really don't do that. And I don't want anybody listening to this to think, <laughs> oh my God, he's so gross. And I, I really I don't do that. Um, that. Parker doesn't but either. still. Yeah, no, on, on the Are real, if, if I could change underwear like three or four times a day, that would be ideal. I he puts on a yep. clean pair in the morning and then comes home, takes a shower, puts on a clean pair, and does the same thing every day. Yeah. I do that, too. Dude, I, don't, I don't know what my deal is. Like, I'll be sitting at my desk at work in my chair, which is leather. I'll get up, and there will be, like, a small sweat stain on the chair. Sweater? But like I'm not pee sweating. So it's like, like, I don't, leaking, like, I don't know where it comes a little from. Bit. <laughs> it's a beer stain. It's like, I'm just like, yeah, that's what it is, Adam. It's a beer stain. <laughs> Your body is just sweating beer. Gross. Secreting beer. I don't have balls. I have kegs. That's when you know it's become a problem. (laughs) Did you say you don't have balls? You have kegs? Oh, dear. (laughs) Tap them in. Tap them, brother. (laughs) Tap them. Derek, catch us up. What else you been doing? You been playing that Death Stranding, huh? I want to hear a little bit about it. Yeah, I have. I didn't want to get too far into it in the catch-up because I kind of wanted to discuss that later because there's a lot that goes into uh, what I've played through so far. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't want to spend like 30, 45 minutes talking about it in my catch-up. But okay. um, we'll, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But yeah, I've been playing that uh, because I, I finished Bioshock. Um, oh. which for those of you that have For those of you that have heard the latest episode of uh, the book club. We uh, we decided the next game that we would do is uh, 
the very first Bioshock, which I just finished uh, last week. And so I decided to, you know, jump into Death Stranding because I was excited about that game, uh, hearing about when it came out because uh, the uh, the collab with uh, Kojima and Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, ever since ever since the PT uh, Silent Hill thing, ever since mm-hmm. that fell through, it's like this was like their next project they decided to work on, but it took like five years in the making. Um, and then it sat on my shelf of games for another two years. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Had that fresh game smell when I took the plastic off of it, but uh, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, I've been listening to a lot of like golf podcasts lately. Yeah. Uh, what? Actually, I actually went. Do what? I was going to say, like, what goes into a golf podcast? Uh, so it's literally it's called uh, it's called Chasing Scratch. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the one that I'm listening to, and it's these two guys that uh, they have like really high handicaps, like. A, like a 10 handicap or something and they came up with a challenge to have them both get down to a, a, a scratch handicap uh, in, in, a, in a year's time mm-hmm. and they found out very quickly that that is not possible hmm. um, so I mean it's really it's I'm on season two of it now and they're and you know they're still their their handicaps are a lot lower now they're like I mean, like a four at this point mm-hmm. uh, which season two came out I want to say 2019. Mm-hmm. 2018 2019 so it's fairly old so i still got a little bit to catch up on so um, so are they recording like as they play or is or it like tips or is it they play and then tell about they do they well they have like they have like uh like sound snippets from when they go out and play like they'll record audio um of of their rounds or whatever and then they'll just you know say like hey i had this really good shot here's what i said about it or something like that um and then they'll get together and they'll have you know little you know, tournaments and, and things like that with each other. Like they'll go meet up somewhere because they live in different states. So they'll go meet up somewhere and they'll they'll go spend the weekend at different courses, just playing it, just having a little mini tournament. Um, but really, it's just it's just about them like in, like improving their techniques. Like just two amateur golfers just trying to get better at it and thinking that they can achieve uh, us uh, becoming scratch golfers, which is not easy to do. Um, obviously. But that's what I've been listening to. What? For those of us that are less golf inclined, can you explain what the concept of a scratch golfer is? Um, so from my understanding, I want to I, I, don't quote me on this, but from my understanding, it's basically you can go out and play on any course anywhere and shoot par for the course. So, and I mean, that's that's roughly I would I would say I would say what it translates to. I'm not I'm not really the best one to go to for that kind of information, obviously, but I am definitely just not from the context of it. It's what it seems like. Well, I mean, not yet, Adam, but you can't yeah, be not yet. Never, never count um, your count your eggs before they chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I actually, uh, the other day I went to the PGA Superstore up in Kennesaw and got fitted for some irons. Oh, so they take uh, like your that's height good, that's good, that's and your, all that stuff and get you. Sounds like, like you're what? <laughs> <laughs> Harley, you can't like, Adam and Parker, or Parker and Harley started talking at the same time, and then they stopped at the same time. So it's like just awkward silence. Then they waited <laughs> at the same time. Harley, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, you said getting fitted for iron sound like you're a low key, like an ancient person going to prison or something. I'm getting fitted <laughs> for my irons. Jesus. Uh, no, so actually, um, I went up there and. What they what they do with the fitting is they just, you know uh, 
I've been saying like, all right, so here's, you know, some, some, um, all right, some club, like really all it is is just the club head itself. Mm-hmm. And they put it on a shaft for you. And then you just hit a couple practice balls into a, a simulator net. And uh, they take your data reading stuff, like, you know, your, your ball speed and, and, and uh, the distance and launch angle and stuff like that. And they compare them to other club heads. So they, I think, I, I think I tried out three or four different club heads just to see how they uh, work, you know, like TaylorMade, Callaway, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I settled. I settled on a, a, a set of Taylor Mades. Ooh, M2s. I'll probably end up going. Up. Uh, no, pro- uh, the ones that I tried that I liked was the Sim Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just that cut. I think it comes out next week mm-hmm. or this week or so. And they're they're like brand new. Um, and the guy said, yeah, you know, I mean, the Sim Twos are, you know, the new ones. But if you want to go with the Sim Ones, like that's a cheaper route. It's pretty much the same club. Like, it's not really any difference. It's yeah. just, you know, the year that it came out. But I was looking at that. I was thinking about it. I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. But I might just go with the Sim 2s anyway because it's it's not as it's not like astronomically more expensive. It's like maybe another hundred bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I, it's like, okay, another hundred bucks, you get a new, brand new, like just came out set of clubs and they're the ones that you used in the bay because they didn't have the, the, the sim one for me to try out um so that's the one that i'm probably going to go with i gotta wait for you know uh whenever that stimmy comes in oh that fat the, stimmy uh, mr president gets when on. is that supposed to happen i don't know i don't know i haven't i don't know if probably i've heard a timeline on it i never got my six hundred dollars is that like is it supposed to happen like when trump comes back into power yeah <laughs> Jesus, don't say that. We'll get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, did you guys see uh, what's her name got uh, a Mandalorian? Yes. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Cara Cara Dune. Cara Dune. What's her name? Gina. Gina yeah, Carano. I'm really sad about that. Uh, Janine. That's not it. Um, we well, swear yeah, we care uh, about this, you guys. I thought I swear it. I thought it was Gina Carrera. I think her last name's Carrero or something. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Gina Carrero, something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really upset about it. I really liked her character. So. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Good. Um. Yeah, that, that kind of leads me to think. What do you think about like someone in that in that situation where their ideologies you may not line up with, <laughs> but. Aren't they first? Would per- you like to explain to me what's happening? Uh, Harley, you explain it. You probably have the the most understanding. Sure. So you know the character from the Mandalorian that is that super strong chick who like throws people around like nobody's business. Or a dude. Yes, that but that person. So she apparently posted some stuff on social media in relation to the belief that the election was stolen and some other uh, oh my gosh, right to far right skewed content on her social media. Mm-hmm. And she got fired about the response from I don't know if it was Disney or Lucasfilms or whatever it was, mm. but the response was that they had been kind of looking for a reason to fire her anyways. And this because, was just kind because of, the of straw like similar behavior back. and this is the one that kind of like Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. 
Yeah, it was it was just kind of the tipping scale. It sucks. From my understanding, uh, from my understanding, what she said specifically that really was the part that set everybody off was that uh, she tweeted something about uh, paraphrasing here that being a Republican was a lot like being a Jew during the Holocaust. Yeah, and which, yeah, first of all, mm, don't think so. Uh, Understandably distasteful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and like, like you know, not not to, not to play devil's advocate or anything, but like, I can kind of see where that idea would come from, but the comparison of the two is just, it's it's it just it's impossible to compare those two things, and yeah. so, you know, and and obviously that's that's a that's a far right uh, ideology, but, <clears throat> um, you know, it's it, it's like when you when, like when you think about it like. Yes, being a certain, you know, affiliation of political uh, views is, it is a lot like, you know, having to watch what you say and things like that. But at the same time, it's like, you can't, you can't just take one of the worst things that's ever happened in the history of the world and, and use that as something to compare how you're viewing something else that is just not even completely close to that i agree but only to an extent because the opposing side the left if you will and this is like one of the devil's advocate uh (laughs) arguments does make similar comparisons to the right on occasion but those are only in extremist situations Right, right and i also think that like the comparison to the Holocaust in general is used in a comedic sense sometimes by comedians, but it is only from the framework of this is ridiculous that you would ever make a comparison this far. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a, like a satirical tragedy type framework. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I understand that context, but like I said, understandably distasteful. Yeah. And another thing about like, uh, you know, from what from 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 what my understanding is of what she tweeted comparing you know the holocaust and things like that that's all that i know that she said that everybody is losing their minds about yeah, now as you just said earlier harley was that you know disney lucasfilm said that there's been re- multiple reasons they've been looking for to get rid of her so there's probably been far worse things that she said we may not know we may never know yeah and i mean she may act like a totally but we also don't know how... do what I was just going to say, I mean, there's no telling how she acts in person, too. Um, I mean, she could be very in-your-face and, like, obnoxious about it, too. I, th- I think I heard some of the, I mean, this is kind of, like, hearsay, but some of the other things that she had said were kind of, like, anti-vax and, like, anti-mask like sentiment. I did hear something along the lines of the anti-vax. I think I did, too. So, I, I don't know if that was, if she had said anything like greater than that that they were already looking at or if that kind of was what was already like sending them on that, down that path but that yeah it brings me back to my point earlier do you think that they were in the right to let her go or do you think like her being an actress like portraying a character we could distance ourselves from her personal viewpoints and just see her as a character see i've been kind of in the middle about the whole thing just because people are they, a lot of people feel obligated to put 
their every thought on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you have a right to. Right. However, people get upset when other people get upset about them putting that thought on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like y'all said earlier, she. There's probably a lot more that Disney and Lucasfilm had, like lined up to fire her, not just over that post. Yeah. But it's not that specific post. It's her, her views and her morals. Yeah, that's what I'm Should saying. Should Disney fire someone on their views or their morals? No. But the fact that she compared something not serious at all to the Holocaust yeah. was completely wrong. And I think that was a reason to get fired. Mm-hmm. The way that she worded and it and the like, way that she said th- it, but not because of her views. She should not have gotten fired from her right. views th- in particular. Right. I think it may have ended a little differently, maybe with her like having her job, had she like, which, and I don't want to say definitively because she may have, but had she like come out and like apologized about it. I think she deleted the post, but I don't know if she like confronted it head on and apologized and said that that was in fact not an accurate. As far comparison. as I know, she did not apologize. Yeah. So as far it, as I it, know, it may I, have ended differently really had right. had she got down in front of it. Because I think something similar happened with the actress who portrayed. I think it's Shuri in Black Panther. I think she said some kind of weird stuff on social media about. Either I can't maybe anti-vax, but I'm I'm not entirely sure. But I think she came back and apologized about it, and everything's kind of like hunky dory. But yeah, I don't know. Disney's well within their rights, like kind of like no shoes, no shirt, no service kind of thing. Like if you know if you're not saying or if you're you're talking way out of line, and we deem it kind of out of line, then I mean, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. You're not going to work for us anymore. Yeah, because I mean, like you. You got to think of it in terms of, you know, being an employee to your employer. You, mm-hmm. know, you have a certain guidelines that you have to stay within. And like, don't go out those, outside of those boundaries right, for yeah. fear of losing your job. My dad always said. Now, that being said. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So, you know, like, like that being said, like, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of gray area when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, free speech nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's just a combination of, you know, the, the left and the right and then cancel culture mm-hmm. and social media impact and all this stuff. And it all just, it all, you know, comes together into just this, this mass that anything that does not sit appropriately with all of that together is just, it's cast out. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are, what you say, what like, how influential you are. One one misstep, and you're done. And that's that's one of the big issues that's going on right now, just in society, is that, you know, you have to watch what you say at all times. Uh, you feel like you have to like look over your shoulder at all times, and it, anyone at any time can find out anything about you, and. Like, I want you to think back like a couple of years ago. How you remember how like all these all these uh, it was like the very beginnings of cancel culture when a lot of people's old tweets were being resurfaced from like ten years ago. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think I think uh, like uh, professional athletes was a big like the, I think it was a there was a major league pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers that uh, he had a tweet come up 
that he tweeted about in high school when he was 16, but he used a racial slur. But this was back in like 2011, which back okay, when it racial slurs were still cool. Well, no, I mean, it's just it, like it doesn't excuse the fact that he said it, but it's like you have to think of, you know, think of it was this was probably two years ago. So this was in 2019, 2018, 2019. So seven, eight years prior to it coming out, uh, being in high school, being 16 and not know it, like, you know, having no idea that how your future is going to turn out. And then you just turn on, turn out to be on this grand stage of being a major league baseball player. And then it comes out that, Oh, you said bad things when you were a kid. And now we have to jump in your case about it. Like, okay. So now you're, you're bringing up all this old stuff that, you know, shouldn't have been said in the first place, but it's so far removed from that. And, and given, given the fact that you like, cause everybody says dumb stuff when they're kids, you know, everybody does. That's just not what kids just when do. They're kids, buddy. And <laughs> do what? I said, not just when they're kids, buddy. <laughs> well, true. But, uh, I mean, it just, it seems like, you know, bringing up all that old stuff, it just seems like it's irrelevant. And people are just looking for something to be mad about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it, it happened right. like the, and, the same thing kind of happened with James Gunn, where he said something like 10, yeah. 10 years ago or something, and Disney came and like, nope, this is unacceptable. And he was like, this was 10 years ago. I don't have the same sentiment now. But since it was still like in the public forum, they're like, you're gone. And I mean, they were able to work it out and got him back. But yeah, same same kind of deal. And, 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 and not and let's let's just go ahead and put this out there like this is not in any way compared to the things of like you know uh, sexual assault and things like that from you know like the, the film industry with act with young actors things like that like that stuff's still prevalent because that's that's a really big issue that's still going on and nothing's really being done about it um so like all of that stuff is inexcusable in and of itself regardless of when it was um but like you know, obviously, if if you if, like if you say something that's, you know, you said in, like ten years ago, and then all of a sudden it comes back to haunt you, you know, it's because of one thing that you said, and then you have to apologize for it. It's like I don't understand why you would have to apologize for something like that. It's like obviously you're, you don't, you don't share that same sentiment, and if you do, then you know you didn't learn anything, and you're yeah. still, you still have this immaturity in your mind that you don't know how to be a like a functioning adult in society. I think so. in that situation, it makes more sense to me that a company would request someone to post a statement that they don't believe that anymore, or some type of statement of like current beliefs to protect the company. Which brings it's... me to kind of one of the things I think of is like in the in this situation with this actress. Uh, how do you say her name again? Uh, Gina Carrera, I believe. Gina. Let me let me, do- yeah. let me double check though. So in in the case of Gina, if that's how you say her name, there's kind of three perspectives that you can. Gina, sorry, Gina see. Carano. That's her Carano. name. Carano. She's an uh, MMA fighter. There's three perspectives you can kind of take from her perspective. One is that she's an employee. One mm-hmm. is that she is an American, and one is that she is a person living in the information age. Yes. So on the latter side, people like to share their thoughts and beliefs because there's this notion that what you throw into the void matters, which is, I phrase it that way because I have some very strong beliefs on that subject. We won't get into that right now, but, um, <laughs> and then like from the, from the perspective of being, uh, an American, there's like, 
it's tied to this election, like the content she was posting. So in a certain sense, like the company was probably trying to distance itself from the very tense polarizing ideology of like the U S election. And then from the perspective of, uh, what was the first one I said again? A person. Something about a, uh, an employee and an American. An employer. Yeah. So, so as you're, if you're working for a company, it depends on what her contract said about what she can post on social media as a public representative of the company. So in, in my opinion, Disney was probably within their rights to fire her, depending on what her contract looks like. But I don't think that I also am of the opinion that the film industry is not as pretty polarized as far as like it tilts pretty far left. And I generally think that like having diversity of ideas and beliefs, even if they're polar, is a closer, better way to get at a happy medium that encourages creativity and all kinds of jazz. So. It's funny you mentioned um, something about uh, just a minute ago about, uh, you know, Disney saying that, you know, this is not the views we share or something like that. Uh, I watched Aladdin, the original animated Aladdin on Disney Plus the other day. Yeah. And they had a disclaimer before the movie even started about uh, uh, something about uh, this film depicts Middle Eastern stereotypes in a way that was not right then is not right now. And we do not have those. Really? Yes. Wow. I was I, 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 I was I was surprised I was surprised by that and I was like, you know, I've never really thought of it like that. Yeah. But you know, like it just ever I guess, you know, just the last twenty years or so, it just seems that like this whole uh like an entire culture of people has just been put under the microscope for things that you know, no one really thought about until then. But I I didn't know I also it, it love just, that they're like it wasn't right then, it's not right now. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like this is a kids movie. This this is a kids movie from 1992. It's like the only people that are watching it now are the kids who were in 1992. I, I do appreciate they're not going and, and we're the ones that are that we're, we're do what? I, I was going to say I'm glad that they're not going back and censoring it like um yeah. Well, what, what's what's the what's yeah, the term they're... what's the term I'm looking for? Revisionist history. I'm glad they're not going back and changing it yeah. to make it more appropriate for now. I'm glad they're putting it out like this was art created in an, a particular time. Here is how the state of the world is now. You know, have they said that? That's I mean the the, the disclaimer they put in front of it's kind of because hmm. the I knew the same thing was, was uh, applied to Dumbo because I know I mean the crows are incredibly yeah. racist and I knew yeah. that there was a disclaimer in front of that, but did not realize the same. For Aladdin, that's interesting. And if you watch a lot of the old uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons, they do the same thing. And interesting. I think in like Aristocrats mm-hmm. or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. like a lot of the old Disney yeah. stuff has a lot of uh, like cross dressing stuff yeah. that would not be deemed as appropriate for children nowadays. Which one? I was just saying, like, just generally, a lot of the old like Disney oh. related stuff, like <clears throat> Looney Tunes and all that jazz. Yeah. Just sent the disclaimer for Aladdin in, in the Slack for y'all to look at at your leisure. Um, uh, but yeah, like it just, it's, it, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say that uh, I was listening to a podcast where they're reviewing um, the Indiana Jones movies today. 
and they were talking about the Temple of Doom and the same thing in Temple of Doom. Like there's in, some like incredibly racist like Indian stereotypes in Temple of Doom that were even then were a little bit over the top, but that one's probably my least favorite of the indiana jones i concur well except oh i'm sorry crystal skull has entered the chat i don't even count kingdom of the crystal skull as canon so that one's not indiana jones that one's so if we disregard that one temple of doom it's definitely my least favorite last crusade man i love last crusade so much we should watch them we should I'll watch one now. So, Indiana Jones has come up a couple times recently on the podcast, and it has made me realize that I really do not have the knowledge well that you guys have of Indiana Jones, and I really should catch up. Oh, they're so good. I say movie night. They're like. We yeah. should. Do... I've seen all of them at least once, but yeah. maybe some of them only once. I, I can honestly say a lot of people know Harrison Ford as Han Solo in Star Wars, but he is also very much Indiana Jones. Like that movie made him. Mm-hmm. I would say let's do, let's do something similar where we watch the Indiana Jones movies and talk about it. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I'm game. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Do yeah, like man, a, do like you... a movie review episode or something. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just Harley. I'm so surprised that you've only seen the Indiana Jones movies like once. <clears throat> I think I said I've seen probably seen some of them maybe twice, but I there's probably at least one of them I've only seen one time. That's I've I mean I've seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull one time and that's the only time I needed to watch yeah. it to know I did not like it but <laughs> it's not Indiana Jones yeah I mean I would I would not we could we could watch it just for the sake of watching it and then talking about it y'all can watch it for the sake th- of watching it <laughs> I'm not watching it speaking of references to Indiana Jones and watching things I have been watching Big Bang Theory recently oh, I, I have so never much. watched all the way through oh my god. I'm currently on like season ten or whatever, mm-hmm. but I I watched so, the episode recently where they're talking about the crystal skull, how and like Sheldon realizes because his girlfriend ruins it for him that if you take Indiana Jones out of it, nothing about the movie changes. Yeah, it would still pretty pretty much yeah. like all happen like, the same. All way. the same things would happen. Like the Nazis would still get the Ark and then open it, and then they'd all be melted on that island. You've yeah. got you've got the tall lady who looks like a a tall dirty Q-tip. She looks so funny to me. A tall dirty Q-tip. What? Uh, that's was what that, she looks that like. Kate? That was Kate Blanchett, wasn't it? Was it? In Crimson Crystal Skull. The, yeah. the it was Kate the, Blanchett. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. She looks like a a tall dirty Q-tip. <laughs> Can y'all hear that? Emily's rubbing the microphone <laughs> on my arm and trying and making like a weird electrical sound. Yeah, it's vibrating. It's, over okay, here. I thought I was yeah. losing my mind. No, it's like a. I thought I'd done it's so feedback. good of like cutting out all this feedback and stuff, and Emily's just over here. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, Parker. So something something funny happened to me today at work. I was asking uh, our electrical engineer about how to wire up uh, like a power connector for a monitor. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was showing it to him, and he went to touch it, and I, I don't know. I had just washed my hands. I don't know what I did, but I must have built up some static electricity. And he he touched it. And it shocked both of us. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm holding this power connector. And we both get like a pretty substantial shock. That is why I don't fuck with electricity. Yeah. It was, it was funny. We both had a good a good chuckle out of it. I almost stuck my finger. So we got more ketchups. Today? You got what? Yeah, at Parker's house, actually. Or you today? almost oh, stuck yesterday. Your, you almost stuck your finger in a Why? Pit. Yeah. Why? You could just not do that. Yeah, no, I wanted to cut on that. the light in the music room. Oh, the one. Oh, the outlet that doesn't Adam, have a cover on it. Were you putting your dick in outlets again? Adam, I've told you 
Dicks and outlets is not a good idea. Well, they say it's electrifying. This week's local catch is brought to you by Haishin. We're a three-piece ocean-themed prog rock band from Rochester, New York. So, I guess local in the sense that they're on the East Coast. We aim to balance the emotional (laughs) intensity of post-rock with the technical and unique aspects of progressive songwriting. We released our debut EP in April of 2020, and we are working on writing a full-length album.
that was Ocean by Haitian. I like that a lot. That I did was too. That was slapped. I'm not going to lie. Every time I hear prog rock or progressive rock, I cringe a little bit because I just I, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But you hated jazz. Oh, jazz pisses me off. We were listening to jazz earlier because uh, it's uh, Mardi Gras, and we were making a big old fat tub of gumbo. Jazz is finding an excuse to play the wrong notes. Ooh, called out. You know, jazz has another name. What? Not music? Elevator music? Baby making music. Jesus. Smooth jazz is good. Um, Smooth jazz is good. Now, when they start playing upbeat... Did you see... What? Did you see that meme that I sent the other day of of a jazz guitarist trying to make chords or something like that? (laughs) Yeah. Their fingers are all all twisted up and whatnot. Fingers under the strings and everything. (laughs) But no, uh, I actually did watch the movie Soul... The mm-hmm. other night, and it was really oh, good. So good, nice. Uh, in that Pixar, Pixar movie, uh huh. Nice, Emily. Do you have anything you want to say about Mardi Gras? You've been to Mardi Gras before. I've, I've killed Mardi Gras before. I want to know just about the Mardi Gras experience. I don't know. Just it's, it's a special kind of experience. I don't know how to describe it. It's a lot of fun. A lot of eating. It's a good place to hang out with friends. She said the Holy Spirit was most definitely there. The Holy Spirit was there. Actually, so <laughs> when I went all the right places, when I went, there were like some missionaries outside, I guess, trying to help probably the to, heathens, to right? yeah, to, yeah, to gospel to you heathens. Yeah, and I talked to them for a long time. It was very refreshing, and I told them. Did that any of them have signs that say the end is nigh? They, uh, I don't think so. But so we, I went well, on the best thing my bachelorette trip, and by the end of me talking to these people they like prayed over Parker and I's marriage and stuff it's actually really kind of sweet Aww. yeah it was cute and then you went and flashed the dudes down the street oh I sure did <laughs> <laughs> wow I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> Jesus that escalated uh, quickly no no no, no. that's fine I just Ladies. don't know if Mardi Gras would be my jam I don't know if it's I it's fun to just go and see all the stupid people like so you know they were officers riding on their horses around the like patrolled area or whatever and one time they were like out chasing somebody and mm-hmm. like people almost got ran over by horses and i mean it was a lot of fun it was just like being watching uh, the experience was fun like you didn't have to participate in anything for it to be fun uh-huh i feel like i would have a straight up panic attack at mardi gras if you just sit on the sidelines probably would. we should all go catch all in mardi gras catch all in louisiana catch all cajuns i've always cajuns. <laughs> I've all, always wanted to go to Mardi that. Gras. Well, like, I've always wanted year, to go so. to Bourbon Street. <laughs> Bourbon Street? What's Bourbon Street? Mm-hmm. Doesn't Mobile in, have like a knockoff Mardi Gras because it's sure so do. close to New Orleans? Yep. New Orleans? We How does an outsider out? say? An outsider say New Orleans? New yeah, New Orleans, or do or you expect to say New Orleans? I say New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans. Okay. What's well, it's, it's two words, so you say New, New Orleans. Orleans. Louisiana. Okay, but if I go, I'm trying to blend in with the locals, so I'll say Nolans. Uh, no, no, I'll just be sucking on like a, a no, no, no. head. No, no, no. So we made gumbo tonight. Voodoo mama juju. Just walk around speaking. Talk about just Mardi walk around saying aku aku over again, and people are like, oh, okay, cool, we got it. Aku aku. So we were making gumbo earlier. Yes, then we were doing that. We were. 
And you peeled some crawdads. I sure did. They were shelled, and he unshelled them from yep. our gumbo. I had to suck the brains right out of them. You just, like, pinch them in half. and He then sucked it... the heads off. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. I'll tell you what. I can destroy some crawfish. Low country bull. Boy, we still got to figure that out. Mm, so I've never actually had crawfish. Bull, they don't do crawfish. They do crab legs instead. A crawfish is better well, I mean, you can, do craw- you can do crawdads in the low country bowl. It doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm saying that's the right way to do it. Not with crab legs, but with craw craw yes. crawdads or whatever. Yes. What? Oh yeah. Okay. 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 You 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 kind of cut out there when you just I just I used I heard crawdads and then crab legs. I was like, no. No. Crab okay. legs. It's a, a cheapskate. But I like it. I mean, cheap it's. Steak. Bella, she's gonna do something. Adam, where are you going? Okay. Adam's gonna go pee real fast. Nah, we don't do subtle here. Okay, Derek, talk a little. Did you want to talk any more about Death Stranding? I wanted to get into that if you're willing. Yeah, I kind of wanted to. Yeah, I kind of wanted to uh, touch on that for a little bit. Um, (coughs) so basically, uh, uh, Death Stranding it's it's this post-apocalyptic game. Made by uh, Kojima Productions, which is Hideo Kojima's uh, his his production company after he left Konami, and you may know his work as uh, the the Metal Gear series. Um, now, I've never played the Metal Gear Solid series in my life, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I was really excited for this game just because it just it just seemed like it was something different, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, it was just it, it it was further from like you know all the things that I'm used to playing. And so, uh, I, I watched I watched the progress of it for a while there, and then when it came out, I got it, and then it sat on the shelf for a little bit because I have such a backlog of games. And uh, like I said earlier, I finished Bioshock for the book club, and I was like, okay, well, what's the next game I'm gonna play? Let's do Death Stranding. And there's like there's so many like nuances to this game; it's crazy. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, like the best way that I can describe it from my understanding so far is that it's just a like the entire game is just a metaphor for like society, specifically America, and how divided we are as people. Um, because you 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 play you play a uh, a character, his name is Sam Porter Bridges, and this is how far up its own ass this game is, is because his name is literally his job. Like building bridges. His name is Sam. <laughs> he, his name is Sam. He's a porter, which means he delivers things, and he and he's employed by a uh, an association called Bridges, which is trying to they're trying to reconnect all of the major cities in in America and rebuild America after a cataclysmic uh, apocalyptic event. And the, re- the reason I say it's a metaphor for it is because it's. It's kind of, it's kind of like I kind of feel like you know you're like an Uber driver without the car, mm-hmm. you know, like like if you were like if you were like if you worked for a delivery service, but it was like an Uber kind of delivery service, uh, because you get ratings for when you make deliveries and things, and you get likes, like legit likes. Oh my god! Um, and that's pretty much what that's that's pretty much what your entire, um, your entire uh, uh, ability, your all all of your abilities and and your um, your um, 
what's the word? Uh, whatever the the uh, the things that make you a better character in the game, like your your that improves you or whatever. I can't think of the word. But your stats, attributes, that's the word. Um, but all of all of all of your attributes and uh, and your your level progression through the game is based on how many likes you get overall, and that's pretty much just how you get better at you know you know as that's how you progress to the game and there's these uh the, you know there's, there's this thing called time fall which basically means that it's it's like rain but it progresses the aging of any living thing or anything that it touches really um because if you have packages on your back and you're walking through time fall the containers that those packages are in will deteriorate much quicker. And then there's also things called BTs, which are these creatures that um, essentially were just uh, dead individuals that are like haunting a certain region or something. It's it's all this, it's just this really like elaborate storyline and just there's so many things that are you know within this game that just make no sense. Like there's there's certain things that you Aren't have, like you know how like in Star Wars you have midichlorians. Midichlorians. Well, you know how in Star Wars there's midichlorians, right? Yeah. Uh, so in De- in Death Stranding you have something called Dooms. It's it's it's, it's spelled like an acronym, capital D O O M S, like all caps. And it, it, one would assume that it's an acronym, but nowhere in the game or in any sort of Google Google search that I found says that what it stands for. It's just the name of whatever it is. And basically it, it has the like kind of the same concept as Metaclorians of like it affects your ability to see these ghost creature things that haunt, you know, just the landscape. And uh and the landscape the like the landscape is really beautiful. Like it's a really beautiful world that's that's been created. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like just this vast open there's no like it's not like a wasteland or anything from what I've seen so far which I'm only like 10% into the game uh, but from what I can see is that it's it's really vast and uh, it's it's very it's very well done I think but it's it's just there's so, like you have there's so many things that, like, monster energy is actually in the game like legit yeah, you said that. Oh, what yep. like is it a part? Is it like a mechanic of the game, or like how how do they incorporate monster energy drinks? Eric, I just want you it to restores know you're boring your stamina. No way. What did you say, Parker? You're boring Stella to sleep. <laughs> oh, am I? Listen, 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 listen. I mostly just want to see Stella with a pair of headphones on now. <laughs> I can't hear anything. <laughs> All right, that's that's. Oh, that wasn't Stella. That was me. Was that her snoring? Yeah, that's her snoring. <laughs> God. Oh my God! Sorry, you can go ahead, Derek. That That's was really best. funny. Anyways, um, I forgot where it was, but yes, okay. So Monster Energy restores your stamina, and if you if you saw in that picture that I sent earlier this week, it's literally cans of Monster Energy. Like it even it's has just, the thing on like the thing on the back that's like, unleashed the beast and things like that. Like the entire paragraph. The devil's the juice. The devil's it's juice. It's literally. Knew. I knew there the was like some kind of like monster energy association with Death Stranding, but I did not know like it was an active thing in it. That's so funny. Do you remember Emily? Do you remember as far as I know, like showing you like the uh, this game that had Norman Reedus in it. Mm-hmm. That's Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the main he's the main character. Gotcha. And then you have this 
you had this uh, a baby in a jar. It's a BB, right? Aren't it's they called really BBs odd. or something? Bridge ba- a bridge baby. Yeah, yeah. BBs. Yep. Um, That's so fucking weird. And then there's 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 a character. His name is Die Hard Man. What? Die like, Hard Man. That's swear to God. That's his name. Die Hard Man. And then there's is another guy named Heart Man. <clears throat> no, it's it, it's like a reference to the Die Hard films, but his name is Die Hard Man. And then you have um. And then you have uh, another guy's name is Heart Man, whose heart stops like every twenty minutes or something. Of course, it's really weird. Um, it, it, like it, it's like if you've ever if you've ever played any of the metal, in the of the Metal Gear Solid games, you kind you'll kind of understand oh, yeah. Sniper like, Wolf. The, just I'm, the strangeness yeah. of Decoy Octopus. I know I yeah. know all about Metal Gear Solid. There's all kinds of weird people over there. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. That's pretty much the same thing. It's just a different story. It's it's just like it's so it's so ridiculous. But it's like there's there's this one there's this one uh, mechanic that you can do where you can. Uh, you can just you pee and then you grow mushrooms. It's really what? strange why that happens. You, you pee, pee on and, the grass and, the and grass then you grow mushrooms, or you pee and then your yeah. Body there's grows there's mushrooms. a there's a mechanic where you uh you you have to it, it's it's the, like the urinate command or whatever, and you just like you just stand there and you just piss out in the open and then it grows mushrooms. Like I think it would be do you do anything with the mushrooms? You also were required to go somewhere different and grow mushrooms. That does I did not, not hear what the word anyone just said because everybody just talked at once. <laughs> not everybody gets quiet at once. That's uh, Jesus. What is uh? What what did what did what did y'all say? So, are you is do you do anything with the mushrooms afterwards, or is it just like an effect no, of I, you peeing? You just grow mushrooms. I haven't figured that out yet. I think that's just I think it's just an effect of you just peeing on the ground, you grow mushrooms. Um but a lot a, a a big a big part of the game is you know, it's it's open world, but it's also like a network of of, of other players. Mm-hmm. And so you know, you'll go up to like a certain region or like a certain area and there'll be like, you know, like you go up to a river and there's a ladder across the river that another player put there some some point during their gameplay. And you can use that to cross the bridge or to cross the river. Um, there's you know people. There's like ropes that people drop down off cliffs that you can climb up. Uh, there's all there's all kinds of warning signs, things like that, saying like, "Hey, don't go here. There's bad things in here." Is it like you know, it's Dark Souls kind of like where they're leaving like little messages like, "Hey, boss ahead," kind of thing. Yeah, I would say I, I think I, I mean I never played Dark Souls, but that's that's generally the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and, and then you can you build you build structures and things like that that everybody can use whenever they find them and it's, it's really well done to be honest with you but it's it's like it, it's kind of it's like a video game slash art piece slash networking kind of software it's 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 really unique I think so mm-hmm. um, I'll definitely have to get more into that the further I get into it. But um, yeah, that's just the gist of it so far from what I've experienced, and hopefully I'll get a better understanding of it as I go along because it, there's there's a lot of things involved with it that you know don't exactly make quite much sense yet. So I'll have to update on that the further I get. But interesting, Adam, catch us up. What the heck you been doing? Chilling. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. How's wedding planning coming? It's going. Um, we are have a couple of prospects on houses. So oh yeah, one maybe uh, probably like really, really close, close to you. Yes. So, but the only thing that kind of makes me nervous is cutting it really close to the wedding date on mm-hmm. that one. But do you have a plan? What would happen if it does kind of like overlap? What you would do in the interim? Ah, we're still trying to figure that one out. Oh, okay. But. Um, that's exciting. I would be so happy to just have you so close and walk over whenever I want or mm-hmm. make you walk over whenever I want. No, you, you would you would equally walk over just as much as me. Oh, okay. Maybe me a little bit more because I do need the steps. But also if we walked over to your house, y'all would more than likely cook dinner for us. Yeah. Um, yes, I would cook, cook dinner. Uh, you know, I'd I, go over there. I'm, I'm excited. I enjoy doing some stuff on our house. Like it, it, It's been fun to like have these little projects to work on. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to live vicariously through you as you work on house projects. Now, I would be renting. Well, that's... Well, you can still yeah, you can still do house projects. Oh. Buy okay. grills and cook out. And yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, we can make your house all smart and stuff. I've never smoked, like, any meat. Like, y'all never had any of that, like, any ribs or anything that I've made before, have you? Nope. No. You we don't... Really? No, I'm really yeah, glad you yeah, went into the ribs never invited us to something that we would smoke meat, meat in. Oh. <laughs> Dang. I mean, you've smoked my meat all the time, but I've never Parker, had any Parker, meat that you've sweet. smoked. Jesus. Parker. I didn't want you to say that over the show. Oh. <laughs> um, no, and then... cut that out in post. No, it's... I would like to reiterate, you've smoked my <laughs> meat a lot, but I've never eaten anything that you have smoked. Right. I'm talking about my penis. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> We know. For those How of you listening that did not it? make the correlation, <laughs> we're talking about Parker Tang Dang. Well, we're we're pretty far into the episode, so um, that that's that's for our like hardcore listeners. Oh yeah, the, only the so. deep the deep cuts. Um, what kind <laughs> of two what people kinda, still listening? What kind of smoker? What do you do? Because I know I've heard of Traegers before. That's that's some kind of like smart smoker or something. No, no, this is just a standard offset smoker. So, um. Alyssa showed me at Target yesterday a little basket thing that you use to put coal in and you light it on fire. And she said that's what you use when you smoke. Mm-hmm. It's called a chimney. We so need a chimney whenever we use our charcoal grill to get it lit. Yeah, what it is, it's just like this big coffee mug looking thing. Mm-hmm. You just stack all the coals in there and then you... That's not what she was explaining to me. That's, huh? that's not what I'm talking about. Then what were you talking about? I don't know. I'll, talk to, I don't know. I'll, show, you. I'll show you a picture later. Okay. We also started watching WandaVision. Yes, I am excited. Derek had WandaVision, WandaVision, WandaVision. I'm fucking lit on WandaVision right now. Do what? I'm so lit on WandaVision right I now. It's so good. So are we every, I can't stop Every singing. week. They're upstairs watching it right now. Are they really? They really are. Beautiful. Oh, my God. It made me want to go back and watch Age of Ultron again. Just oh, yeah. it's oh, and like you didn't? Done because it? Because you did. It didn't make you want to. It made you, it made you watch it. Well, we we started watching it, and then, and then you fell asleep, so I didn't get to finish the final <laughs> battle <laughs> sequence. Well, I didn't want to since you were asleep. I was wanting to share it with you. It would be a special moment, and then you <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> so we'll have to finish it oh maybe God. tonight. Oh, my God. Okay, maybe. <laughs> was that a laugh or a cry? I don't know. It's just everything. I don't know. It's, it's, it's neat to go back and watch Age of Ultron again where you get introduced to Wanda and then Pietro at, yeah. the, at the same time so to get their little backstory so yeah 
But yeah, one one division. I I mean, oh, it's so good. Derek, you gotta just you just gotta grow up and watch it's, it. It's really good. I'm I'm going to. It's just I <laughs> I need to I just I need to I find the motivation to do so. You know, like I've never like I've just I've just never been like a big Marvel person. Um, that's not to say that the movies aren't great or anything. The movies are awesome, uh, but I just I don't know anything about the lore or anything like that that goes on. Yeah. But I'll have to. I mean, I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to watch it. I'm just saying that right now. I'm gonna watch it at sure, some point. Sure. Emily, catch when us up. I what have you been doing? You guys, I have been shopping. Oh my god! I've spent so much you money. bought some diamond earrings. I, well, that's besides the point. I bought a really. What about cool the cow skull? Yeah, that's what I was about to talk about. So I bought this longhorn I found off of Facebook Marketplace from a lady in Florida. And I mean, longhorns are already pretty expensive. But she lives in Florida, and I wasn't about to drive to Florida to pick it up. And I was like, so how much are you going to charge to ship that to Georgia? And she was like, oh, I have to go to Atlanta to pick up a puppy. Yada, yada, yada. I can meet you off 75 close to where you live. And I was like, Perfect. So I picked up this really cool longhorn skull, and partner and I hung it up the other day. Sure did. And our living room is actually starting to look like a lived-in nice home instead of a house that you would see, see on a picture. See, this is where we differ, because I would never say our living room looked not lived in. I mean, it was getting there, but we didn't have like anything hung up on the walls, really. It looked pretty plain and barren. I don't know. Now it looks fun and lively, and it, it has character, and it has. It definitely has now. character. This has big love. ass longhorn hanging up texture. in the center of the wall. That's what you need in a home. So we now have that. I used to, I used to drive an old Ford pickup in high school, and I wanted to put cow horns on the front of it. Well, you should have. And make cow horns make everything better. Just not Fords. Yeah, Fords suck. That was a past life. Wait, what? <laughs> Suck a Ford. Whoa. Whoa. What else you been doing? You hung up that little longhorn thing. You've been you've been just a decorating fool lately. I have, yeah. I bought a lamp. I bought some curtain rods. Bought some curtains. I hung up some stuff that's been sitting in our dining room for seven months. Finally put it on the wall. Hung some new lights. We hung some stuff up in our laundry room today. We hung new lights. We have a new chandelier to put up. I'm just, I think... I might try to get a certificate in designing. That would be Emily's pure calling. I might go to school for design. That would that that legitimately, I think, would be your calling. Can you get a certificate in design, like interior design? Oh yeah, I was reading about it in bed this morning. (laughs) I almost did it while Parker was still sleeping. Yeah, I was I was sitting there asleep, and Emily's over here doing all kinds of Google research about how to get (laughs) an interior design degree. Before like I wake up. Yeah, all before he even got out of bed. Before he even opened his eyes. That sounds like Alyssa. Yeah, it was me. It was me today. <laughs> I also have been planning Adam's cousin's like bachelorette trip. and Wedding planner? Dinner. You could be a just a, a jack of all trades of that I'm kind of stuff. I'm just a cool person. Y'all don't give me enough credit. Whoa. Hold the, hold, hold the phone there just a little bit. I will not. <laughs> It was a nice <laughs> pregnant pause. I liked it. Thanks. No, I think you'd be really good at it. Pregnant pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've just been doing lots of fun girly stuff over here, guys. Y'all keep talking about all this manly stuff, all this guy stuff. I mean, not manly stuff, but I mean, y'all been talking about all this nerdy stuff, but I've been into the geeking out in the girl designer world. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not girl world. Anyone can be a designer, but 
It's what floats my boat, and I've been geeking mm-hmm. out in it for a while. I do need to, I really want to finish painting down in the basement, because that's kind of the last thing, is like our door still has... Um, painter's tape, you know, and we haven't done all the trim down here. Yeah, you haven't done the trim yet. still has some painter's tape around I need to hang it. my guitars up on the wall so people know, so I don't have to explain every time people come in, yeah, I play guitar, I'm a musician or whatever. <laughs> so if they see the guitars, they'll know, and I don't have to go through that whole spiel. I'm like, oh, he must play guitar. I'm like, yes, I play well, guitar. Well, now when they see you mixing, they're going to be like, oh. Oh yeah, he's a he's Realistically, a sound what it says engineer. Is, oh, musician. he's a guy who puts guitars on the wall. Not gonna ask him. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> pal, I'll come put guy. a guitar on your wall. Don't you, you even try me? I'm not Look at this guy. Freaking uh, six string over here with his guitar on the wall. <laughs> I hung a guitar on my wall one time, and we missed the stud by like an inch, Ooh. and it fell in the middle of the. Did night. you not do an? Oh, oh so you didn't? Did you I mean, you didn't an do an anchor? anchor. Yeah, you didn't do an anchor because you thought you won the stud. I don't know. This was years ago. Did you? Like Did you burn grade. up all the batteries in the stud finder pointing it at yourself? Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. That is something I have, I I have a, a random fact about this. Uh-huh. So my father-in-law taught me a trick. If you are lacking a stud finder and happen to have a neodymium magnet, ooh. you can use the magnet and a piece of tape to slide across the sheetrock until you find a nail that is in the stud. Whoa. That is real fancy. That's not the first uh, random fact you've told me about a neodymium magnet. Don't you put it on like a motorcycle to like trigger uh, red lights or something? Yeah, you can put like a really big one underneath a motorcycle and it'll trigger um, like the inductive magnet thingies for red lights. That's, yeah, that's real nifty. It could also make a, make a, make a, 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 a tube TV go all wonky. Oh, yeah. Those are fun. <laughs> I did that to at least three televisions at my parents' house when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I had an old Magnavox tube TV in my room when I was in middle school and high school, and I did that once with a speaker magnet. And the entire yes. top half looked, it was all like, like it looked like a photo negative or something for about three mm-hmm. months. It was really weird. Well, you folks want to mention anything else before we wrap it up here for the evening? It's been a good old episode of Catch oh. Podcast, I think. I do, I do have one more little tidbit. Yeah, go ahead there. I am currently here. ranked 4,043 on the total time of the time trials for Astro's Playroom. Oh, yeah. Nice. Talk about that for just a second. You said you got your first platinum trophy, which was in Astro's Playroom, which is a good little platinum trophy to get. Yes. Yeah, I've, I thoroughly have enjoyed that game. I will say I did cheat a little bit. Did you use the handy little tiles feature? Up. I did use the tiles feature. Uh, but I had to look up how to get the hidden trophies mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I did not know what the fuck was that about. You can make them not hidden. You have to like go in, select it, and then go right to the trophy like screen or whatever. And then there's an option under the options button where you can show hidden information. That would have made my life so much easier. I mm-hmm. spent several hours trying to Google and figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like deep in the trophy yeah. menu on that particular trophy, but yeah, it's there. Yeah, but I've I've been thoroughly enjoying Astro's Playroom and specifically the time trials. They are so fun. I, I, did, I didn't realize this about myself, but I think a key thing about games that I like is the ability to compete against myself. Mm-hmm. And like the idea of continually improving upon a time or trying to get better with a character in like a fighting game or something. I really enjoy that aspect of games. Yeah, Astros is just so good as something that comes baked right into the PS5 to like get you into it. But then if you really want to play around, there's a lot of stuff that it has for you. How does it feel to to 
break your venom cherry. Oh, it feels so good. I know it's just like an inanimate thing that is there to reward people for consuming their content. But like the, I got the little thing. It just popped up on the screen. I'm like, ooh, feels so that nice. Was one of, that was one of the things that I was happy about switching from Xbox to PlayStation with was because like an actual trophy seems like, you know, it seems like it's just it's it's more. A, more of an achievement than an actual achievement. Right, with, like you can get 100% of the yeah. achievements, but there's not like an achievement for getting all of them. Some games there are. Well, I mean... But, no, but you're right. Not, not a yeah. dedicated console-related right. achievement. Yeah. That's recognized. I think, I, I think the last plat, one of the last platinum trophies I got was in Assassin's Creed 2 Remastered. Mm-hmm. And then before that, uh, my name is Mayo. Oh, that's nice. What is Taking that? about 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah it, well, it, 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 takes, it takes about 20 minutes, but it took me like an hour and a half because I was going back and forth between that and the 2016 election. But uh, hardly, to answer, <laughs> hardly to answer your question, I don't even know if the game's still on the PS Store anymore, uh, but it's, it's essentially just a jar of mayonnaise, and all you do is click on it, and you get trophies. Nice. Well, so. my last platinum trophy was Batman Arkham Asylum that I went back and played recently. And I was going to do the same thing in Arkham City until I realized that all the little uh, uh, challenge rooms you have to do, there's like the, the fight ones and then the predator ones. And then they have this new one from Asylum called Campaigns that mixes the fight ones with the predator ones. And then you have to get like all three stars on those in one go. And I was like, nope, I'm not doing that. Oh, so. God. Yeah, those are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fine doing the just trophies. the fight ones or just the predator ones, but once they mixed them together and then you had to get nine stars in total in one run, I was like, oh, I don't have, nah, I don't want to do this. The uh, One of the platinum trophies, or not one of the platinum trophies, but one of the trophies that I saw from Bioshock while I was looking at it was, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it was com- like complete the game on survivor mode without using a Vita chamber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I I said, well, that's not going to ever happen. So <laughs> I'm going to well, yeah. When I start uh, when I once I finish Arkham Knight, then I'm going to go to the book club game and start uh, Bioshock, and I'm going to try and run through and get my platinum trophy on it. Because I think the main thing is I got to get all the audio diaries. So once I go through that, I'm going to try and snag all the audio diaries through and get my platinum trophy on Bioshock. Adam. Yes. You want to give us a little plug and chug, and we'll we'll just uh, get on out of here. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Catch All Podcast. This is Adam. Uh, you were here with Parker, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the wifey for lifey Emily, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Sheik Derek, mm-hmm. and Harley the Engineer. Mm-hmm. I tried to do it like Parker. I couldn't do it. Engineer. Uh, feel to free Parker to give us a well, huh? What? I said we need to give Parker a nickname. Um, he doesn't need one. He's just Parker. Just Parker. Just Parker. Stop. All right, pal. Hey, baby. How is that happening? I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> if you enjoyed tonight's oh, uh, episode, God. feel free to give us a, co- a follow on Instagram. Uh, I believe we're on Twitter, Facebook. And if you like us enough, feel free to make a donation to Patreons. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Where we, you get the episodes early. Yes, where you get the episode early. Mm-hmm. I don't do this often. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also on... What have I not done? 
Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts Spotify. and Spotify and pretty much anywhere where you can listen to a podcast. There you go. Nice. Thank you, SoundCloud. And so, yeah, don't you forget so SoundCloud. Fun. So we will see you all in two weeks, everybody. That's a wrap. Doodles. Perineum. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I still throw that in. WandaVision, WandaVision, under the microscope, ocean music, New York, East Coast, no Are we stopping the recording now? Slapping music, oh, yeah, gotta do rock, rock, progressive rock, death straining, bored to death, talk over, Say smoke me, export as MP3. <laughs> Catch All Podcast is a subsidiary of Catch All Studios, LLC, and the unfortunate brainchild of Parker Ivy. Your hosts have been me, Parker Ivy. Adam Knight, Emily Ivy, Derek Smith, and Harley Chesney. Catch All Studios is located right here in Griffin, Georgia. Our theme song was written by Drew Miller and performed by Adam Knight and Parker Ivy. Our logo was designed by Pia Polito. You can find her on Twitter at WorksByPip. If you would like to support the show, please head over to patreon.com slash catchallpodcast. Any amount is greatly appreciated and will go towards improving the show. Oh, Lord.